Hello and welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. I am your hostess, Jamie, and uh, oh boy, has it been a rough, rough month. I just, <laughs> I'm waiting for this to stop. So I don't know if you can hear in my voice. I'm not feeling the best in the world, but we're going to sally forth and... Um, we are going to answer a question that I got that um, probably did not help in uh, me feeling any better, but I think it's still one that needs to be um, answered because this is, it brings up a lot. I'm not really sure the frame of mind the person uh, was in when they wrote it. Um, it's kind of angry but I don't know if it's really meant that way again you can interpret so much just by reading someone's typing um, there's not a lot of a tell as far as they may be very curious it just comes across a little weird but we're gonna go for it so this email comes from Amanda M um, does not say where she's from uh, dear Jamie, you talk about being trans but having to hide, and hide is in quotation marks, um, but presenting as a male. Let me read that back again. You talk about being trans but ha but having to hide by presenting as male. Are you really trans then? You've said you have reasons why you can't dress as a female. Are these just reasons, air quote again, why you're not really trans? Okay, so again, could be if it was anybody else, um, this could be a hurtful question. Um, if it was, I'm going to, if it was intended that way, I'm going to ignore it. Um, I am going to go and approach this question as a, uh, um, oh, opportunity for education and in hopes that the person, Amanda, uh, that you are asking because you genuinely want to know and you just have a difficult time um, asking your question. I would say the way that I would phrase this um, maybe is um, what does it mean to be trans? That might be something else. But to ask me, am I really trans? Absolutely. Being transgender is the way you feel inside. It has absolutely nothing to do with the clothes on your back. I have dressed as a male for almost 50 years. But I know that I am a female. That is because of the social taboos, and I will throw the air quotes over those as well, because of those social taboos, I have to dress as a male for that long period of time. And I cannot, without fear of repercussion and social outcasting, it is hard for me to dress as a female. So therein lies, are you trans? Yes, I am. Am I trans because I, or am I not trans because I don't wear women's clothing? Um, which is what I say that I want to wear? No. Just because I wear a piece of clothing does not make me that gender. Um, the gender is how when you look into mirror, into the mirror or when 
you see yourself, uh, at least for me, I may be way off for other uh, transgender people, but I will tell you for me, when I see what I look in the mirror, there is not a connection. I have abused my body because I have never had a connection with my male body. I have disliked it ever since I was little, hated it. I've abused it in the ways of I eat too much, I eat my emotions, um, I get stressed out, which is probably not good for my blood pressure, um, and I just don't give a shit or haven't given a shit about my body. Until now, uh, I am finally taking steps in order for me to have the body that I want. Does me taking hormones make me trans? Absolutely not. You have to be trans, basically, in order to start hormones. And that means that, in, and again, looking at this from an educational point of view, there's a great deal of therapy that one has to go through, individual, both individual and group, that one has to go through um, in order to be, um, I don't want to say labeled. God, I hate freaking labels, uh, but to be allowed to, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's kind of a harsh word as well, uh, or a way of putting it. But being considered by the medical world, most of the medical world, God, there's literally so many different qualifiers, but basically in order for them to see, yes, this person is transgender. And it is complicated because there are so many different branches one can go down. And so it's not just a matter of your sexual identity that makes you who you are. It is part of it, but it has absolutely nothing to do with the way that you identify. So as a gender, uh, and I'm saying gender as in boy, girl, okay? I know there are many variants. There's intersex, there's uh, asexual, but these there's a lot of line crossing that are involved. Let me see if I can break this down in a uh, organized way. Um, so to answer your question directly, yes, I am trans. Now, uh, again, when one goes through um, therapy, there are certain things that come out in therapy which are going to determine whether or not the therapist is going to suggest you moving forward in your transition or maybe you need to um, evaluate and you need to um, work things out a little bit more before you move forward. It's not right or wrong. doesn't make any difference. It's indifferent, but it's just, again, these systems are put in place for us in order for us to be healthier, to do these for the right reason. Because now that I'm on hormones, anybody that starts hormones, you can't take that back. You can't just sit there and say, well, well got to stop. And you think everything's going to go back to normal. I'm going to be sterile probably for the rest of my life. So now that I've been on hormones, um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's reversible. If I get off hormones and things start changing back again, I believe that it probably would because I still have my testicles. Um, and they would probably maybe kickstart again and start producing more testosterone and have that, 
uh, poison rip through my system. Um, but yeah, that is a possibility. But also when you fully transition, so let's say you're female to male and you have top surgery, which basically, um, for those of you who don't know, top surgery would be that you would have double mastectomies. You would get your breasts removed. Um, for a trans woman, you might have breast augmentation um, to where you would, or uh, breast implants, you would have those. And your bottom surgery uh, that you would have would be to remove your testicles and your penis. And um, basically, the doctor would form a vagina for you. Bottom surgery is a little harder for females to males. Um, Dr. Marcy Bowers is a saint. Um, and I've actually seen a few uh, female to male uh, where she's able to add um, testicles, basically, to the the man's body. So they have that. Um, the clitoris grows a good deal. It's most of the time, not enough in order for it to be um, a penetrating penis. But there are things that develop. There you go. So that is a... Those are different things. And I may be really wrong on that because I see... Literally, I've seen maybe three clips, okay? So my knowledge is uh, for female to male bottom surgery is nowhere near what it probably should be. And I do my brother's way injustice. Um, but I do know for a fact that it is probably way more difficult for a trans man than it is for a trans woman uh, for bottom surgery. Um, but here's the thing, getting back to you, Amanda, is that once you do these, you're not going back. They can't put a penis back on you. They can't put, I mean, they can put breasts back on you, but the scars that your originals have already been, they've already been taken. So you're not really, you have to make sure and you've got to check all the different boxes in order for you to be, to have someone look at your situation and say, yep, you're trans. So I know, I knew in my heart when I was five, I mean, probably even before then, um, I knew that something was different about me. I associated more with women or girls. I wanted to play with their toys. I didn't really, I mean, I fought, you know, I did war in the backyard where you had sticks and everything, but it was boring as hell half the time. I got nothing out of it except for me to, you know, pass the time away until I had to go home. Um, you adapt, you know, when you're kids and you, you adapt into uh, what, what you have readily available to you. And that's what I had. I had the, the boy next door who I befriended and, we played soccer, climbed trees, we jumped in mud puddles, we rode our bikes and tried to jump our bikes, and I hurt myself terribly more than one occasion, and I hated it, but this is what I had to do to make sure that I was not seen as a girl. Um, But Amanda, it was because I knew that I was a girl a long, long, long time ago. So just because I don't put on clothing does not mean that I'm trans. Now, on the flip of that, just because I do wear clothing does not mean that I'm trans. Um, and there are many different ways that you can identify with that. 
um, you have crossdressers, you've got drag queens. Um, there's many different variations about that. And I would also say that while I, when we're just starting to dip into this side of the pool, which probably would be another podcast just with labels and how people identify, um, there is a very wide uh, umbrella of transgender and there's kind of so I, I and I see it this way it may not be this way but I see it this way is that you have your lesbians you have your gays you have your bisexuals and then so there's your LGB and then now your T is going to be there which is pretty much anything that has to do with anything questioning your gender or is non-binary or something like that sort of gets scooped up and kind of just pushed up underneath that transgender umbrella. Now, if you go throughout the, the full initials now, I believe that it has grown to the LGBTQIA+. And so with those, there's many other different ways that one can identify. And again, we're going to talk about, I, I think that's what we're going to do. Next next podcast, I'm going to talk about like how one identifies in the many different ways and kind of breaking that down. Since we're, this is really like starting to um, create an itch for me that I want to, I want to get out there. But let's just stick with uh, being transgender. And as far as me, what I consider transgender or with the way that I am, I have always identified Transgender was kind of like a blanket term even back when the T wasn't even part of the LGB. I've mentioned that many, many times. And I was told that you had transgenders, and then you had transsexuals, and then you had transvestites. Now, let's go through the range. A transgender is someone who wants or believes, and this is, again, old school memory for me, this is not probably doctrine now or canon now, but for me, I'm going back when my personal experiences, transgender, <laughs> excuse me, was anyone that felt that they were uh, born in the wrong body. And that means exactly, again, pretty much what the precursor of being trans is. I was born in a male's body. I know that I am female. The way that my mind is wired, the way that I am emotionally connected to the world is a female. That's it. That's what I know. So hence, therefore, <laughs> a transgender. Now, let's move on to transsexual. So now transsexual, for me, there was a big divider that was there, was transsexual was definitely someone who was pursuing full uh, anatomic transition. You wanted to have the... Um, uh, hormone replacement therapy, and you wanted to have uh, bottom surgery, and you literally anatomically wanted to change your body to be as female as you possibly could. You had you wanted no trace of your male anatomy um, or what identified you as a male in your anatomy to be left. And so I have always felt that as well. Do I feel that now? I don't know. The older that I've gotten up until, oh boy, 10 years ago, hell yeah. I wanted it all cut off. 
I mean, I still want it cut off, but do I really think realistically that I'm going to go through the bottom surgery? I don't know anymore. I'm getting older. I'm 50, almost 50. Um, I'm not saying that older people can't, but this is my personal choice because it's my friggin' body. And it's it gets scarier when you get older. Um, and I'm probably not telling anybody that is older in uh, anything new. But, yeah, like, I get nervous about that. So would I want it? Yes. Do I think that I have the guts in order to be able to go through it? I'm still on the fence. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm also not saying yes, 100% that I want to do it. So that's how it's changed. I have always identified as a transsexual. Um, now we move on to transvestite. Now, I will tell you, this is I believe this is still a derogatory word because I, when I was uh, growing up, I always heard that transvestite was a harsh... Um, and disrespectful word. Uh, same thing with transsexual. I think transsexual also, the term transsexual also ended up being uh, seen more in a negative light. I will have to do research on that, and I will tell you next week when I start talking about labels, I'm going to rehash some of this. But the transvestite part of it was basically a person who dresses a heterosexual male and they dress as a female for sexual pleasure. So again, this is 1980s definition that I'm that I am remembering. So there's a lot of empty spaces that are there, but I believe that the definition of what it was, transvestite, was someone who'd like to dress in the opposite gender's clothing in order to um for sexual pleasure. And then you change back to your normal. You're you're changing back into your normal clothes that you normally present in every single day. This is also cross-dressing. Now, that was it. As far as what I knew at 11, 12 years old, this was the entire transgender world. There are so much more, uh, both offensive and okay. Um, nowadays that I have learned since then. And again, I have to put the marker on it that this is what I originally, as a teenager back in the 80s, this is what I remember and this is what has stuck with me ever since then. Things have changed a lot since that time period for the better um, and also a lot broader. So this is going to be part one of a two-parter so make sure you tune in next week and i am going to tackle the um how one identifies and um like basically what i've learned um i think it's actually a really wonderful thing it allows more diversity um for me the human race is diversity there is no this or that there are hundreds thousands millions of us that are out there and <laughs> if only everyone had the same eye um as those of us who see equality as an overall yes i want trans equality yes i want lgbtqia plus equality 
I want equality for any minority group. But overall, human rights for me is, and human equality is, oh man, just think of what we could accomplish if we took all these ways that we are identifying um, and we started working together. That is amazing for me. That is just, that is a concept that blows my mind. And I honestly, I think within the next couple of generations, all these old fogies that are out there that are holier than thou and think that they're, you know, they're, their way or the highway, not accepting that there are so many different diversities that are amongst human beings. We are not perfect, but damn, we are pretty interesting. If you really look, just because someone's different from you doesn't mean that they're evil or rotten. There's a lot of interesting shit that you can learn from that individual. And yeah, maybe you don't like them. Maybe it's not, you know, nobody, you're not supposed to get along 100% with everyone that's out there. But oh my gosh, give it a chance. You could learn so much from other people. Um, I don't know. That's where my heart is. But okay, so Amanda M. Am I really trans? Hell yeah. Proud of it. I am learning to be able to show it off more. And I, even if you're writing this in anger, I really appreciate you listening. Um, because that means that I'm reaching those that are outside of the community, trans community as well. So that makes me really happy. Um, but I hope that I answered that question. Just because I have to hide, because yes, I do have legal reasons that I'm doing. Taking care of my mother, every bit of my paperwork that I have for her is all in my male name. And it would just be a freaking nightmare if you have, if you're married, Amanda, um, and you've taken your husband's name, you know, or taken your wife's name. Maybe you're a lesbian. Let's go in that direction as well. That seems friendly. Um, you've taken your wife's name. Changing your name is huge. And there's a lot that's involved with that. I would say multiply that by a hundred and now you get the sense of what it would be in order for me to not only change my name for my stuff, but then everything that I have wrapped up with my mom, taking care of my mom. But I will say in due time, I will be changing my name. I will be presenting a lot more. Um, and hopefully by then I'll have a body that I will be more in love with and being able to love myself a little bit more than what I have in the past. I already am making steps in that direction, but, um, yeah, it's nice to see some of the changes that hormones are bringing and I, I can't wait for more, uh, to see what happens in five years and 10 years and see how that changes. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. So, all right. Um, if you have other questions like Amanda, maybe not as hateful <laughs> or think about how you are going to phrase it. I don't know, but I am really happy that people are uh, writing in. So I can't tell you how amazing uh, that makes me feel. So thank you. And thank you for listening. Um, if you would like to write in, if you have a comment, if you have a question, please give me an email at questions at tieandhighheels.com or you can look on my website at tieandhighheels.com and you can go to the contact page. There's a little form. Fill that out. It comes directly to me. Also, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. 
Uh, both of those you can look me up as tie and high heels. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, and please give us a review on iTunes. That will allow other people in the community a chance to be able to um, uh, see me and be able to connect with us. Okay. So thank you so much. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>